Well, Ulysses, uh, when we looked at the schedule earlier this year, I think many of us were fully expecting to see Joe Madden on the other dugout, in the other dugout, in an Angels uniform, Angels garb. Alas, that will not be the case. Life uh, hits you sometimes in the face like a Buick. Uh, So, yeah, that's probably what happened to Joe Madden. And uh, let's talk about it. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. And we're the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making Locked On Rays your very first listen every day. And remember, Locked On Rays is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. And you can email us anytime, LockedOnRays at gmail.com, especially for advertising and sponsorship inquiries. So, uh, of course, the Rays are in the middle of facing the Los Angeles Angels. And I assume because of that time frame and timeline that Tampa Bay Times Rays beat reporter Mark Topkin figured, hey, I'll give Joe Madden a call and see what he's up to. And uh, Joe Madden is certainly, despite being fired by the Angels a couple months back, is certainly, certainly enjoying life as of right now. I think uh, in the article he mentioned, he's doing the three G's. He's grilling, golfing, and gardening. Uh, So always good with the quotes. First off, Ulysses, did you have a chance to read that article? I just read uh, clips uh, okay. of it, like little um, uh, quotes here okay. and there, but not the whole article. Okay. Well, there, there's it's Joe Madden, so there are some interesting quotes for sure. And he talked about his exodus from the Angels and how it didn't work out. And um, one of the big questions at 68 years old is, is he and does he even want to get another MLB managerial opportunity and we put it out on twitter will joe madden get another mlb managerial job 59 percent of the voting populace say yes he will percent say no ulysses where do you stand on this issue hmm well because one of the quotes that i did read was his disdain on how baseball is being run basically by the GMs of the world and front offices and not very much is given to the managers to actually manage, except for maybe the, the moods and, 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 and maybe dress code of, right. of, of, of the players. Uh, he doesn't like that. He doesn't like that. And so the way that baseball is moving towards more of a front office driven baseball team, it seems to me that it would be more difficult for him to find a job that he actually would enjoy because there's not a lot of front office uh, meddling. Um, I, it, I don't know what team that would be. That wouldn't be meddling uh, with, with in meddling. Maybe that's has a negative connotation. Um right. But I don't know what team wouldn't be so involved as, you know, the Rays, as the Yankees, as the Red Sox, as the Astros. I mean, and did I not just mention pretty uh, competitive and 
successful right team. So yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't, th- I don't think so. Uh, I, something tells me he'll get another opportunity, but it's gotta be the right opportunity. Um, I think of, there's just a few places where he could wind up and hear me out. Uh, I could see him possibly, possibly going to the white Sox because you do have an old school owner and you do have somewhat of an old school front office. And depending on how things shake out with Tony LaRussa, he could get the kibosh or want to step down by his lonesome and insert Joe Madden, who maybe can work with some of the unique personalities of that Chicago team. And also maybe stick it to the Cubs a little bit. He's got familiarity with Chicago, maybe not as much as the South side, but he's been in that city for several years. It maybe try to, if he can win a title with Chicago, I think that's the only like Midwest place he would go. That's not a bad. And I love the Chicago um, connection there. The, the owner, very well done. The fandom would hate this. They're like, we just have an 80 year old and you're going younger by picking a 67 year old. Yeah. What are you doing? So the fandom would hate this move 1000%, but that would actually give it more of a, uh, of a likelihood of happening because Jerry Reinsdorf clearly, as we have seen in the last two years, at least from an outside perspective, does not give a bleep. Yeah. What the fans think. No, absolutely not. And here's the thing too. I mean, Tony La Russa, I don't know his exact age, but let's assume 80. He, he, in baseball terms, probably more like 100 years old. Whereas Joe Madden, yes, he's 68, but he's got sort of more of a youth, youthful vibe, if you will. So maybe he's more of a 58, 59-year-old. And they are, I get the feeling, two uh, diverting personalities there. So that's one idea. I also thought about this. Perhaps, I don't know what's going on with the Phillies situation, but... Sam Fold is the general manager. So maybe there's a fit there. And of course, Joe Madden's home state of Pennsylvania being from Hazleton, I feel like mm-hmm. that could be a situation that may work out. Also, same thing with the Pittsburgh Pirates. Maybe he replaces Derek Shelton, ironically, goes there. Um, outside of that, outside of those jobs, uh, the only other place that I could see him winding up is like a tropical environment, be it Miami, be it Arizona, be it somewhere in California. That's it. Okay. I like the Pennsylvania one, the, the, uh, both Pittsburgh and, 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 and Philly because, you know, Hazleton, like he would like to be, right. um, you know, near there that, that, that would be good for him. I don't know. I just, I licked up the ages, by the way, Tony Roos is 77, uh, Joe Madden is 68, so yeah. I thought the difference would be much larger than that. So it feels much larger though. It feels much larger. It feels much larger. I do think we do have a little bit of a Joe Madden bias. And of course, why wouldn't we? Uh, but that youthfulness, I think it's that bias talking. I, I think Tim Anderson would be like, what? Another Possibly, old guy? Yeah. What are we doing here? Are we going to, oh, oh, we're going to dress in pajamas? For the flight, oh, we're we're bringing a salsa team in the clubhouse. Oh, we're bringing snakes in the clubhouse. Right. Yeah, I don't, I don't need that. You you might only be able to do that for a team that 
plays indoors and has a historically losing culture and has low payroll and plays a lot of rookies and not guys who are uh, shooting national commercials for Dairy Queen and, and other brands. <laughs> yeah. so that's exactly. possible as well. Yeah. Uh, LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on MLB. That is linkedin.com slash locked on MLB to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Continuing on this for another little bit here, uh, and maybe this is some bias talking or just we are a raised baseball podcast, so might as well bring it up. Who do you think at the end of the day is the better manager or was the better manager during their heyday, Joe Madden or Kevin Cash? I think we can answer that once Kevin Cash's years are done. That's fair. Um, because we don't know. We don't know right now. Uh, can Could he win the World Series? Yeah, he could. And so then that that would give him the edge. But right now, I think that it's a, it's an interesting question. It's a clickbaity question, and I love it. Um, and I think it, we would get a lot of views with that title on our YouTube, <laughs> on our YouTube video. Um, so we will have that talk. Okay. But I think that we should have it once Kevin Cash is done. Let me see if I can frame it this way. Uh, is what Joe Madden did in his time with the Rays as impressive, more impressive, less impression than less impressive than what Kevin Cash has done in his time with the Rays? Going from worst team to the World Series in back-to-back years is uh, what? What's the most impressive thing that Kevin Cash has done? Win two games in the World Series. Joe Madden right. only won one, so it, it depends. It's a, it's a very nuanced question, but worst to first might have some big heavyweight championship there. And 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 again, the World Series that Kevin Cash got there. Everybody had the same rule, 60 games, but 60 right. games. Yeah. I do give, and maybe, I mean, both have were absolutely so and have been so meaningful to the franchise, but there's something about a guy who can take a franchise that never won anything, was the laughingstock of professional sports and being able to change the culture to the point and, and turn – a franchise into literally basically the worst into one of the most respective and being able to embrace something that so many other managers and coaches never would embrace, i.e. the platoons, the shifts and having that free spirit clubhouse five. Like he was such a, uh, you know, Pioneer. Everybody goes right. He goes left. He 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 did things in a different way. That I mean, he he sort of helped Ben Zobrist into era of managers. And he helped Ben Zobrist's career by by moving him around and becoming the the, the best super utility baseball has ever seen. Yeah. In in Ben Zobrist. Uh, I, look, I'm so old, and you're not that far behind me, so you know this too. People would make fun. Of, of dudes in high school wearing a Devil Rays jersey. Like, oh, they yeah. would point and literally laugh. Like, that's how old I am. That, that, that He changed that. Now it's legitimately cool to wear a Devil Rays jersey. And it's not because of what Kevin Cash did. 
It's what because of Joe Madden. And that's not Kevin Cash's fault. He just came later. So don't take this people as a Kevin right. Cash hater raid uh, episode. It's just the one dude came before him, you know, and did mm-hmm. and did a very cool thing. And just uh, if you don't get a chance to read the article, I mean, or if you haven't read the article yet, I would highly advise you to check it out because there are some really interesting quotes there from from Madden. Just one that I'll mention. He said uh, he says, "quote It's at the point where some GM should really just put on a uniform and go down to the dugout or the main anal membrane. He should go down to the dugout as far as the control in the decision making taken away from the manager." so to speak. So uh, it is really interesting how the game has changed for sure. Uh, Changing gears a little bit. um, So Ulysses, you and I both went to a Rays game this past weekend. I went to the game on Friday and you went to the game on Saturday. Unfortunately, I was before. Yeah. Sorry. Before you move on, he did say that to, to put on a uniform. That's just so funny because the process and analytics coach, Jonathan Ehrlichman, does yeah. wear <laughs> a race cap and he's in a uniform and he's in the dugout every single game. So I don't know if that was a, a hidden shot ah. at the Rays, but if it, if, and if it wasn't, well, that's the type of franchise that the Rays are. They literally well, yeah. do have their analytics guy in the dugout. Or possibly it's a shot at the Angels for not putting a guy like that in the dugout so there's not miscommunication and there's not that uh, that issue of you just have these analytical front office guys that are sending directives to the manager, but not giving any explanation for why they're being done. So the players can actually go and ask, what's his name again? Jonathan Ehrlichman. Ehrlichman. They can go to him directly and ask instead of it being secondhand of, well, you know, that's what the front office says. I don't really know. I just get the numbers, I get the printout and that's it. But he can actually in detail and, and have a uh, a conversation and develop a relationship with these players. And I think that's something that is absolutely lacking is you have these quote unquote baseball nerds, these guys that are, have all the numbers, but, uh, and, and they might know what's best for trying to win a baseball game, but the players don't really understand it. So you need somebody from that, that membrane that can go down and actually be on the field and answer questions and throw out yeah. ideas to these players. So I think that's something yeah. uh, that's big as well. Uh, as I was mentioning, so you went to the game on Saturday. I went to the game on Friday. I was part of a loss. Unfortunately, you were part of a win. Um, mm-hmm. After the game, I guess it might have been a day later, did you get an email in your inbox from the Rays uh, for a fan survey? Yes, yes, I did. Did you complete that survey? I've done it before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's a question. In this survey, and I did complete it. It took me, they say it takes about 10, 11 minutes, and that's about what it does. You want to put some thought to it and really uh, make sure your voice gets heard. But yeah, there's one question, open-ended question, that let's have a little fun and answer it, because I think it is important. Um, okay. And this question, I believe, I want to say that this is, it makes sense that it's the very last question that's part of this survey. So uh, they want to make sure that you get to the very end before you uh, submit your comment on this. But uh, here it is. Please complete the statement. The one thing that would most improve my fan experience at Tropicana Field is dot, dot, dot. What would that be for you? 
It's so open-ended, though. Yeah. My one thing that could ex- um, not have to sit in traffic for an hour, but can you do something about that? I mean, not really. I mean, yeah, really, but not really. Okay, let's um, make it more specific of improve the fan experience at Tropicana Field. So when you're actually in the Tropicana parking lot, Field. you're in the confines of the trop, so to speak. Mm-hmm. What would make me have a better time at the trop? Oof. That would oh, yeah, most man. improve your fan experience. Cup holders on the seats. Okay, that's good. It's what are we? Why why are we pretending we're we're in 1923? Yeah. Stop. Give me cup holders. We that's have really drinks. Good. We're we're come on. Like it's only for the fancy people. You know, in and mm-hmm. the cushy seats, us peasants also have drinks too, right? And we're probably buying more drinks than the cushy people. Right. Give us cup holders, Stu. Yeah, damn. No, it. that's actually a really, really good suggestion. Cup holders all around for everybody the because lore. there's been many a time where you put the drink down and somebody walks through the aisle and knocks it over or you forget about it and accidentally I got size 14 shoes. So that's a problem for me. Yeah, no, I, I, I and I, and there's also this whole germaphobe thing. Like you're going to put it right next to somebody's soul or somebody's putting their, yeah. their foot on top of your drink and like something can fall into your, like disgusting enough no, cup holders. That's really good. That's really good. I went a little bit different in the sense that uh, I came down to money. Free parking or heavily, heavily discounted parking is what I want. Because on Friday, uh, alas, I got to the game about five to ten minutes after first pitch. And they still got me for the $20. $20 is just insane. It's concrete. It's already there. Why is it twenty dollars? Yeah, I remember they're making their money. I'm also old enough to remember when Stu was nice, and he said, "If your car has four people or more, free parking." I remember those days. Pepperidge Farms remember those days. Mm -hmm. Stu, remember those days, man. Come on. I know. I think that's twenty dollars. Yeah, unreal. It's it's really really ridiculous. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. Let's say it can't be free. How much money is like okay to say? All right, I'll pay this because I need to I pay something for parking. I think ten is much more reasonable. Okay. And I think they should do the carpool thing if they're trying to be quote unquote environmentally conscious and mm-hmm. uh, try to get less cars in the parking lot. You know, if they want to kind of die on that hill do the carpool thing um or if you have like i don't know two kids in the car then parking's discounted because it shows that you're bringing a family or bringing children who can be potential lifelong baseball fans into the ballpark i would go a step further if you have a kid in your car in your vehicle you're free you have a kid bro like Thank you for bringing your kid to this experience. We yeah. know you have your hands full. Go. Right. Yeah. Go. Because I'm okay with paying for parking more than a family. Like, they're already paying for more tickets or paying for, uh, you know, health insurance, dental insurance. Like, right. you know, all the things that you need to do when you have a human being in your care. 
don't let them pay for parking. Come on, Stu, be better than that. Yeah, although it was, I mean, they are doing the kids eat free thing, which again is is nice. Great, the parking Great. really really jams you up. Um, by the way, when I answered this question, I didn't list just one thing. I listed several things. I couldn't list just one. Um, it was kind of tongue in cheek, but I did mention, uh, this would most improve my fan experience at Tropicana field is dot, 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 uh, moving the trop to Hillsborough or Pasco County. That was my answer. And then, uh, the expense part of things, you know, parking, it's not just parking, it's concessions. I mean, I get it you know, you get chicken tenders and fries. It's going to be 14 bucks. You get, if it's not $5 button by light, you're paying 10, 11, 12, $13 for a beverage. But, you know, I, I just think that, uh, you know, if you can make things a little bit cheaper, that would be nice and ideal. For I don't sure. understand the upcharge though. Like so much, like you could go to McDonald's and get, I don't know, an $8 meal. I don't know. I've, I've, I haven't yeah. gone to McDonald's in forever, so I wouldn't know, but I'm thinking like an $8 meal, $9 meal, like 14, yeah. nine, like what do these chicken tenders have <laughs> besides the Buffalo sauce, which is pretty, pretty great. Yeah. But 1499. Come on, man. Yeah. They're like, they're, it's, they're not 14 karat gold chicken tenders over here. By any means. Let's be, come on. Let's just be conscientious yeah. on, you know, where we're living in, in 2022 and in the economy and what yeah. Tampa is experiencing as an inflation self state. Right. I don't know how to say and, that. And you talked about, uh, cup holders for the peasants and the normal folk, which we are, but one of the, uh, one of my buddies I was sitting with, um, mm -hmm. he is, uh, I'll just say he's a very important person with the Tampa YMCA organization. And he, a couple weeks ago had the experience of mm -hmm. a Tropicana field suite, something I have yet to do. And I asked him, how is the suite? He's like, it's great. It's awesome. And he being the corporation, the company he works for, it was all free. I was like, that is an experience I need. That is an experience I want. So if you're a rich listener out there or a well-connected <laughs> listener out there and you want to give us <laughs> tickets or uh, the option to visit your suite, uh, yeah. we will very much indulge because Ulysses, I, I, I mean, I'm just making the assumption you have not been in one of the Tropicana Field suites or you have not. Only once. Okay, once. Only once and it was for my birthday. It was my, uh, I believe it was my 20th birthday. Uh, okay. Yeah, it was my 20th birthday because it was uh, 2011, so Super Sam Fold season, Matt Joyce All Star yeah. season. We won that game. Yeah, it was it was pretty great. I mean, it was pretty great in 2011. That sweet. Yeah. Like there was just food everywhere, like TVs, like it was the right. whole shebang. So I couldn't even picture what it is in 2022. It must be really cool. Yeah. So um, I, it, I would it like to experience like that again. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm jumping on your task anybody has a suite invite us we'll, we're kind of fun there we're we fun go. people yeah we'll talk on raise at gmail.com if you want to uh, throw that offer out to us <laughs> uh thank you for listening to the locked on raise podcast and making it your first listen every day now make your second listen the locked on mlb prospects podcast that is also free and available on all platforms hope you all have a wonderful day stay safe and we will talk to you on wednesday